Yo! Welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source of the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. we breaking news, culture, mematic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Speaking about the separation of money and state, the lead, one of the leading presidential candidates in Argentina, huge Bitcoin fan, and he is exposing the scam that is central banking. Uh, massive deal. Now, normally... These types of candidates wouldn't be so popular, but you have to understand, and we've made the case for you guys many times on this show, right? That in the developed world, you know, Alex Gladstein calls it the financial privilege. People don't have this great incentive to adopt something like Bitcoin, right? Because the, the inflation rate is relatively stable. The currency is relatively stable. They have developed financial rails. But in, you know, Jeff Booth calls it the global south, right? That is not the case whatsoever, right? The inflation rate in Argentina is absolutely bonkers. We're going to get into the details of all this. So it, 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 a lot, when people over there, politicians over there are talking about the scam of central banking, it resonates with people a lot more than it would resonate with people here. The fact is that people don't really care until something breaks and you can make the argument that something has been broken for a very very long time over there so we're going to get into the details of all of that we bring the receipts like always you guys know the deal it's on simply bitcoin first i want to introduce awesome guests he's come on the show multiple times toxicat how you doing welcome back to the show yo what is up youtube welcome back to another episode of simply bitcoin let's do this boom 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 and of course my legendary <laughs> co-host always optimistic <laughs> How you doing, Opti? Yo, Toxic, yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, I'm doing wonderful, man. It's Friday, another day in paradise, another day of giving people that Bitcoin signal, keeping people focused on the mission. So, man, uh, this is this is very interesting. And, and before before I say it in the news segment, man, this Argentina uh, candidate, he, he looks like a Who member, bro. Like, he looks like a 70s classic rocker. Like, this is a throwback from the past. Amazing. Absolutely amazing amazing and in the culture guys um we dropped a really good article at the beginning of the week it's called bitcoin injustice and at the end of this week this morning the financial times dropped an article literally taking the opposite side of the coin and so we're going to counter some of this this uh nonsense and give the real real signal from a bitcoiner perspective absolutely really excited this is the friday show and then the weekend oh my god anybody's anyways everybody let's get some numbers let's do this the Bitcoin numbers brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 16,814. Sats per dollar is 5,947. Block height, 770,667. 676, my bad. Reachable Bitcoin nodes, 14,944. Blocks to the halving, 69,324. Having estimate April 26, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity, 5,100. 59 Bitcoin capacity value, 86 million, uh, uh, 
86 million US dollars and the realized monetary inflation 1.76% and the market capitalization of Bitcoin were sitting pretty at 320 323 billion dollars with a B. Anyways, I have a clip for you guys. This is this is a, a presidential candidate of Argentina and he is saying the quiet part out loud. Uh, I can't believe that this is where we are in the movie. Because this clip is in Spanish, I'm going to have to pause it every so often and translate specifically for our audio listeners. Anyways, let's check out the clip. De Bitcoin todo el tiempo. No sabemos bien qué son los Bitcoin, pero ya hay gente que lo, lo pondera como una especie de alternativa monetaria. ¿Vos crees que es posible en Argentina esa discusión? So, basically, the guy's like, you know, what is Bitcoin? What's this going on? Is this even possible? Is this, should this even be part of the discussion? And this is where this political candidate is going to answer. A ver, ¿cuál es el punto? El punto es que lo primero que hay que comprender es que el Banco Central es una estafa. ¿Sí? Es un mecanismo por el cual los políticos estafan a las personas de bien con el impuesto inflacionario. El Bitcoin lo que está representando es la vuelta del dinero a su creador originario, que es el sector privado. El... So, absolutely mind-blowing, right? He's basically saying, look, so what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is an answer to central banking. Central banking, you know, he, he called it. He's like, central banking is a scam, right? It's a scam by politicians. It hurts the people via the inflationary tax, right? Bitcoin is an answer. And what Bitcoin is going to do is return money back to the private sector. El dinero es una invención del sector privado para resolver problemas digamos, de lo que tiene que ver con en una economía de trueque sería la doble coincidencia y la indivisibilidad. Y después aparece el papel, digamos, como una cuestión de portabilidad. Uh -huh. O sea, porque en realidad vos tuviste distintas monedas. O sea, tuviste el lino, el trigo, digamos, la sal. De ahí viene salario. Uh -huh. De ahí sí. la, la superstición de si se cae la sal en, en la mesa. Y eso evolucionó y, y las monedas que eligieron los agentes que fueron los individuos eligieron la plata para las transacciones chicas, el oro para las transacciones grandes. Y eso después, digamos, como era un peligro cargarlo, entonces, ¿qué hacían? Lo dejaban depositado y se llevaban un, un comprobante de que estaba eso ahí. So he's talking about the history of money, right? He goes through commodities first, like salt. Uh, then he mentions that silver was used for smaller transactions and then gold was uh, used for bigger transactions. So he's going through the history of money and basically how we got here. And the fact that this is talked about in mainstream Argentinian media is a very, very big deal. Um, so anyways, I, I kind of want to give a little bit more context as well, right? Um, this are some information about some background uh, information about Argentina and why, you know, why this type of candidate is so popular. And I'm going to get into the numbers, but let's take a look at the inflation rate in Argentina, right? Because you have to understand, right? When a politician says the inflation rate theft or tax here in the U.S., we, we have the financial privilege of having a, you know, if you believe the CPI numbers, a 7%, roughly 7% inflation, right? Argentina was just reported it for this month, October 20, uh, 2022, According to tradeonomics.com, the Argentinian inflation rate was 88%. And November, and sorry, the following month, it was 92.4%. So when a politician says inflation is theft and the inflation rate is 92%, it resonates a lot more with the people. You're like, 
you know what? He might be onto something. And not only was he pointing out that inflation was theft, he was saying that Bitcoin is a response to that and Bitcoin is going to move money back into the private market, which think about it. We're always advocating for separating money from state, fix the money, fix the world. If it's not in the state's hands, where is it? Right. So this is crazy. I think this is, you know, this is a common language that all Bitcoiners speak, even though we might not even understand what it is we're saying. But there is a common language there. And that common language is Bitcoin. So this is the popularity of the candidate, because obviously, you know, there's there's there's. There's there's always going to be a candidate that says certain things that you resonate with, but that's another that's one thing. But is that candidate even does that candidate even have a chance to be elected is another thing, right? So if you look at the opinion polls of the presidential candidates, so the, this guy his name is Javier Melie, right? And according to a lot of these polls, he's up there in terms of popularity. Right. So, you know, obviously there's different polls diff say different things, but it looks like he's head to head with uh, some a politician called Christina Kirchner and Javier Melie is up there as well. So these are the two leading. And then apparently there's uh, some guy called Horacio and some lady called Patricia. But it you could tell that it's really between Christina, according to these polls and Javier Melina. So this guy has a chance. It's not guaranteed, but he has a chance. And if you look at hypothetical scenarios, right, he's sitting pretty at uh, 12%, right? So it's absolutely crazy, uh, absolutely nuts. And remember, this isn't only happening in Argentina. Recently, the conservative uh, party of Canada elected a pro-Bitcoin leader, Pierre Polivar. And Pierre Polivar was saying very similar things about central banking. Obviously, it wasn't as intense as Javier, but, uh, you know, the it's under different circumstances. Canada isn't uh, experiencing 92% inflation, right? I think, you know, the wording from... Uh, from uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Pierre would be totally different if the country was experiencing 92% inflation. So this is crazy. And remember, all it takes is one break, right? All it takes is one of these guys to get elected. And then what, what that's going to show is it's going to show to the world that the standard operating procedure that we've been doing for the last 100 years, right, isn't working anymore and there's a better way. El Salvador is already proving that, right? And it's going to continue to prove that. But, but if it happens in a much bigger country like Argentina, like Canada, it's a much, much bigger and much more impactful statement, right? It's a very strong statement. Think about the shot across the bow that that would send, right? It's like, look, it's, it's not about the IMF. It's not about this, whatever. It's the fact that they've been printing too much money it's, it's a tax on everybody, regardless of what political party you're from. And the answer is Bitcoin. It's a very strong statement and it, it makes them tremble in their boots, which is why they're so aggressive, which is why they just ostracize these people. These people are crazy. You know, they're, they're, they're nuts. You can't trust them, whatever, because they can't debate the idea at face value. They have absolutely no chance of doing that. So they just try to character attack these people. Right. And just try to shut them up, not address what it is they're saying. They attack their character. Right. Really interesting what happens. Let's see where it goes.
But so far, based on my research, it looks like this guy, uh, Javier, is the first or second most popular presidential political candidate in Argentina. And he's a huge fan of Bitcoin. Not only is he a huge fan of Bitcoin, he's also talking the truth about central banking. So, And think about where we are in the movie, right? Pierre Polivar is saying this in the halls of, 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 of Parliament in Canada. You have Naim Bukele saying it on one of the most popular shows in America, Tucker Carlson Tonight, Tucker Carlson Today. And now you have an Argentinian politician that could be theoretically elected for president that is saying the same thing. Fiat currencies are a scam. Inflation is theft. Central banking is a problem. And Bitcoin is awesome. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts? Well, first and foremost, it was just like, wow, uh, he was not pulling any punches. I, I know we didn't get the the perfect translation over here of everything was saying, but come watch the show, guys, and and just or find that clip because it, like he did not pull one punch. What what do you say? Like central banks, they're a scam, full stop by which politicians are able to cheat the public. Like, what kind of politician out there in the States, you know, we are we're Americans are saying this stuff, you know, like just absolutely insane and also like he goes into the uh, mentioning the double coincidence of wants and 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 how like i'm pretty sure he was going to go into how gold failed and uh andres in the chat he's like yo he read the bitcoin standard like you can tell that he did his research he he knows what he's talking about so absolutely amazing and dude you just love to see it and and of course man we we said it on the show a lot of times before uh, it's it's very interesting how third world countries will be the first ones to, to adopt Bitcoin because they see the problem. And if any other country out there can see the problem, the Argentinians can see the problem, like they need Bitcoin. Their government has debased their currency. They're in hyperinflationary realms. Like they've been getting decimated. They need to be able to save in something that doesn't lose, what, 10, 20, 30 percent overnight. You know, like it's, it's insane that the fiat Fiat currencies are the status quo right now, and and people don't understand that their politicians are out here scamming them and robbing them. And all you really have to do is take Bitcoin into self custody. You know, I, I'm a huge fan of Moon right now. Take back your life, and uh, you know, someone mentioned on, on Twitter that uh, th he might have an uphill battle. It seems like he's up against some uh, World Economic Forum uh, lackeys. So well, it'll be interesting to see what the population and the Argentinians. Uh, start to believe out there if, if they hear this message and become Bitcoiners or whether they think he's he's a crackpot or something. But I mean, dude, he spit he spit the truth. This is what us Bitcoiners have been saying for a long time. And it's going to be very interesting to see if uh, the effects that this will have on Argentina and if Argentina will change and go on the Bitcoin standard and, and we'll see the same things that we've seen a la El Salvador. So, man, it's almost like Bitcoiners stay winning. So you said something really interesting, right? Which is like, is this guy a crackpot? You have to understand though, like under normal circumstances, you could say that. The problem is that it's, that's not the problem. The, the, the thing is, it's not under normal circumstances. This is 92% inflation. So people don't care about, you know, let's, let's talk about his, his, his hair. He looks like a, someone said a Wolverine, right? He looks um, like a who, who right. member from the seventies, <laughs> classic rock guitarist. Time traveler. Um, so people don't care about that when you have 92% inflation. But what people care about when they have 92% infl inflation is a solution to get out of that mess. Now, that could strike both ways, 
right? When people are desperate, you know, they're just thinking about the solution. They're not thinking about the consequences of attack uh, of of electing a, 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 a person, right? But what I'm trying to say is that the that the current climate, economic climate in Argentina is in a is in a very is in a certain place where these types of politicians that are saying these types of things could be viable. It could work. I think under normal circumstances, I would agree. I don't think that, you know, what he was saying would resonate with a lot of people. But even 92% inflation, this guy's going up saying, hey, Bitcoin's a solution, inflation is theft. You can bet your bottom dollar, uh, you can bet your bottom dollar that a, a big percentage of the Argentinian population is looking at him and be like, maybe what it maybe what's he what he is saying is true. What's going on there? Maybe it's time to try something new because we've been trying this system of, you know vote, vote, whatever it is in your country, vote left, vote right, right? But clearly it's not working for everybody, right? What Bitcoiners are advocating for is it's not the political system or the economic system that's broken. It's the money that's broken. If you fix the money, you fix the world. Anyways, Toxic Cat, what are your thoughts on this guy and his hair? Uh, <laughs> oh man, here we go. So I'm going to go full, uh, Bitcoin Maxi on both of you fucking status cuck loving motherfuckers because <laughs> uh, let's be real. Nobody's going to save you. Loving status politicians isn't going to save you. Name the last time a government official was elected into a position of power that changed your life day to day. It didn't mm. happen. It's not it's not the way it works. Look at Brazil. The guy that had the most votes and the most popularity. Did he win? He didn't win. He did not because the people in power with the dark forces of the WEF are going to have their way regardless of what the people want. The only way that we win is when people take Bitcoin into self-custody and use circular economies and create self-defense technology using encryption with apps like Signal, make themselves impossible to tyranny from their governments. And then that's when we win because we force the governments to do what we want them to do because in the end, that's all they should be is a service to us. 100%. Yeah, listen, that's called motherfucking boy. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. But I'll push back on, on you a little bit, Toxic Cat. I think that overall politicians are, you know, Bitcoin eventually will make them powerless. But during this transition period, I think that they could definitely make the lives of people very, very difficult. And what I'm looking at, like on a macro scale, is I want more countries to follow the path of El Salvador because it's that joke that I always make to Opti, right? It's like, dude, if it fails here in the US, if they ban it, if they 6102 it, we're all gonna have to move to El Salvador. How dope would it be to say that? But we could say, we're all gonna have to move to El Salvador or Argentina, right? It's like, that's, you know, and then that list is just gonna keep getting longer and longer and longer. So as much as we hate politics, as much as we hate politicians, as much as, you know, politicians, whatever, right? I think, you know, it would be stupid not to at least pay attention right that's to keep an eye out um i would love for there to be more bitcoin friendly countries and this is a very big country right this is like just as canada looks very promising with pierre uh pierre uh argentina looks very promising as well with javier but let's see let's see uh let's see the way the cookie crumbles anyways everybody let's uh let's check out the news lots to talk about lots to talk about the Daily News.
brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device to sign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as the Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, and Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, everybody. Lots to talk about. Lots of, uh, lots of uh, breaking, breaking news. So this was kind of a big, kneel, a big deal coming out of New York. Uh, this is a Washington Post article bad news for thousands of crypto users they don't own their accounts a judge rules that celsius owned their money the news comes as the new york state attorney general files a lawsuit against the collapsed crypto firm's founder the article is dated january 5th 2023 goes on to say more than half a million people who deposited money with collapsed crypto lender celsius network have been dealt a major blow to their hopes of recovering their funds with the judge in the company's bankruptcy case ruling that the money belongs to celsius and not to depositors. Quote, the cryptocurrency assets became Celsius's property. That's what Judge Martin Glenn said. On Thursday, New York Attorney, uh, New York Attorney General Lalita James moved to impose a kind of order or at least legal repercussions on Celsius founder Alex Mashinsky, whom she accused in a lawsuit of defrauding hundreds of thousands of consumers. Goes on to say, and while Glenn's ruling won't affect FTX, whose terms of use were different, some analysis saw the ruling as spreading beyond Celsius. Quote, there are many other platforms that feature terms of use that are similar to Celsius, said Aaron Kaplan, a lawyer with the financial focus uh, firm of Kaplan, Nusam, and co-founder of his own crypto company. Customers need to, quote, understand the risks that they are taking when depositing their assets into insufficiently regulated platforms. I'll push back on that a little bit. And I said this on uh, BTC Sessions News Roundup last night. I said, now that you have the technology to take self-custody of your wealth and not trust other people with your money, why do people still continue to trust other people with, with their money, right? And like a lot of people were looking for a legal remedy. There you go. The, the supposed legal remedy just spit in your face and said, no, those funds never belong to you. Were you told that or, you know, if, if you left your funds on, on Celsius and Celsius advertised that? No, no, you, you trusted someone else. You took someone's word for it. Right? Remember, Gemini earned very similar, very similar situation. People were searching for yield. There was no yield. There was yield as soon as the market was going up. As soon as the market wasn't going up, there absolutely wasn't no yield. And this is when the Bitcoiners were vindicated because Bitcoiners have been screaming the entire time. Right. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin take self-custody and that's how you could have avoided this mess, right? Is avoid trusting someone else with your money. It comes down to that very basic fundamental principle. If you don't have to trust somebody else with your money, why do people continue to trust somebody else with their money? Like it's, it's not going to end well. And I think that's exactly what happened here. It didn't end well. Not only did it not end well, it blew the F up, right? And now the legal remedy that a lot of people were searching for, the judge basically says, eh, you know what? Sorry, guys, uh, can't help you. It would never belong to you. It actually belonged to the company that scammed you and you're gonna have to deal with them. Like 
dude, like, holy cow. Uh, yeah, bro. It's, it's another lesson, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Opti, what are your thoughts? And then we'll move on to Toxic Cat. Well, now, uh, you know, as much as uh, Toxic Cat is going to call a status, uh, now we have legal precedent for what Bitcoiners have been saying for a while now. Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Leaving your Bitcoin literally, or leaving your Bitcoin on an exchange literally means that it's not your Bitcoin until you take that Bitcoin into self custody using Jade or Moon Wallet or all the other wallets I've endorsed over the time on this show. You need to take your Bitcoin into self custody or else you will get wrecked if it's on an exchange it's no better than a bitcoin iou it's essentially paper bitcoin and we've seen how much damage that has caused in 2022 and now we have again legal precedent for this so guys this is all like it's a very simple process just take your bitcoin in self-custody uh using a you know the 12 to 24 seed words that you use in a wallet that you control and you can avoid this fate because as nico is saying this is a story as old as time if you trust someone with your money they will abuse that trust and you will get wrecked we have the tools to opt out of this madness you do not have to follow this anymore just use Bitcoin, take Bitcoin into self-custody. I'm, I'm becoming a huge fan of Moon. There's Blue Wallet, there's Pine, there's Phoenix, there's, a, you know, uh, did I say Blue Wallet? There's Green Wallet, there's Jade, there's Cold Card, there's Seed Signer, there's Sparrow, there's Spectre. Like, there's a bunch of trade-offs to these wallets, and you can pick and choose which ones are your favorite, but I've used all of these. I love all of these. And you do not leave Bitcoin on an exchange, guys. It is not a wallet. It is not safe there. It is not your Bitcoin until you take it off in exchange. A hundred percent. And I, I think, uh, you know, uh, bro baby had a great comment. Uh, they say, how is the cash you keep in, in your bank account and in any different than leaving Bitcoin and selfie? It's not like, it's not, you're still trusting someone else with your money. They, uh, banks are fractionally reserved. Not anymore. <laughs> they moved that to 0% now. Um, but, you know, banks are, you know, theoretically fractionally reserved. So they only keep a percentage of people's deposits on hand. The rest, they, they lend out to other people. Right. And, you know, back in the 1930s is what happened. There's a lot of bank runs and the way that the U.S. government, like, gave people confidence um, into depositing their money in the bank. Right. Is they said banks are now government insured. The FD, the infamous FDIC insurance. If you step into a bank, there's always a plaque. That says your deposit is insured up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars by the U.S. government. But is it where is the U.S. government going to get that two hundred fifty thousand dollars from? Right. So, you know, it, 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 that's a really good question. And I would say, fine, you know, there it, it's it's a legal remedy. It's a legal remedy, just like this judge. Right. But who says, you know, some bureaucrats and politicians snaps his fingers like, no, that doesn't work anymore. What we are saying is if you don't have to trust anybody, why put yourself in that position? when you don't have to anymore, right? And remember, because you don't have to anymore, because you don't need them anymore, that drives them crazy because they get a lot of power from holding other people's money. Toxicat, what are your thoughts on all this, bro? The last time I was on this show, we were talking about BlockFi and Celsius, and here we are again, 2023, new year, same old bullshit. Still Celsius, nonsense. And I'm agreeing with Bayou Baby. Same, not, the, your money, your 401k, your pension in the government funds, that's all at will to be rug pulled whenever they deem fit. It all works until it doesn't. Absolutely. Amen to that. It, it all works until it doesn't. So another component of it that I wanted to bring up and talk to you guys about is this creeping regulation 
right? So we know how Elizabeth Warren feels in the U.S. We've we've talked to you guys about it, right? She, you know, she wants is a very unlikely to pass this bill, but she wants software developers in the United States to register with the government to get a license to work on Bitcoin. Like absolutely nuts. Uh, she also brought up the term hosted wallet, unhosted wallet. And in Europe, it looks like they're doing the same. Um, in Europe, there was a point where, and, and Elizabeth Warren said this too, is that all so all unhosted wallet software would have to register with the government, right? So, uh, and it looks like this is the direction they want to go in. And it, it, I suspect it has nothing to do with regulation. I suspect it has to do with, holy crap, this is our competition. Our competition's better than us. So we, therefore we must regulate it because, uh, you know? Um, anyways, it goes on to say French central bank head wants crypto licensing ahead of Mika standards. It goes on to say Bank of uh, Bank of France Governor Francis Villiot is pressing for stricter regulatory requirements for crypto companies in France. This would be ahead of the European Union's landmark markets and crypto assets, the Mika regulation, which would establish a block wide licensing regime for crypto firms and is scheduled to be voted on in February for implementation in 2024. Obtaining a license in France for for uh, digital asset service providers is currently optional, and no providers currently have one, according to Bloomberg. About 60 firms do have the less stringent registration designation from French market authority AMF. So, dude, it's just the slow creep. It continues to go up. I, I, I do not believe that this so-called regulation comes from a noble place. I think it comes from a place of... Is a threat to us, right? Christine Lagarde slipped up. She she said it for what it is. She's like, we must close the escape valve. If there's an escape valve, people are going to use it. And I absolutely, I absolutely agree, right? I think that this is more so trying to stifle competition rather than regulation to protect the people. If they really cared about the people, they would stop printing money. And then I'll go to this point. If the people that stand the most to lose, if Bitcoin succeeds are the ones tasked with enforcing it, isn't the, uh, sorry, implementing so-called regulations, aren't they incentivized not to implement good regulations? I want more politicians like Pierre, like Javier of Argentina, speaking the truth rather than regulation, 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 regulation. How about you actually talk about what is actually hurting people in the real time, which is the scam of central banking, which is inflation as well. Opti, what are your thoughts, bro? Well, um, you know, I, I think this is just, like you said, of course, this is uh, that slow creep that uh, we try to do on this show, just continuously be aware of this. But, you know, uh, it, it just shows to me what we say all the time, you know, French central banks just literally, or all central banks in, in general, but the French central bankers just, just hate their, their citizens. And, uh, the French, if they enact this can just have fun staying poor, you know, like this will not do what they say or think it will do. This will just force Bitcoin entrepreneurs outside of their jurisdiction. And the EU will just continuously get more wrecked as we've seen last year that the, they just, dude, they're trying to inflict even more pain on the citizens. And and I think this is just following suit. So, you know, French get wrecked. And to your point, man, this is all about control, like full stop. We know we know what it is. Uh, like you said, you know, if you compare fiat system to the Bitcoin system, 
Bitcoin is better on all metrics and they're afraid of this. This is the they're afraid meme, you know, and it's cute that they're trying to stop the advancement of human civilization. But Bitcoin will literally route around them and they can't control it. And and French Bitcoin entrepreneurs will just, you know, not sign up for a license and they will just move and vote with their feet and their money to somewhere else. And, you know, whether it's El Salvador or, or some other country, like Bitcoin entrepreneurs will just leave your jurisdiction. This is the beauty of Bitcoin. You can vote with your feet and your pocketbook. Like this is a feature, not a bug. So here we are. Amen to that, brother. Toxic Cat, what are your thoughts on all this, bro? Let's just boil it down to simple facts. People follow incentives, not laws. You can regulate and do whatever you can about this system. I mean, what are they going to do? Go door to door and knock on every door and check every computer and laptop and Raspberry Pi in everybody's house. It's it's an enforceable law. It's just them LARPing, pretending they're actually doing something when they just justify their six-figure paychecks where they sit on their ass and deliberate in their chambers for hours on end for nothing. They don't do anything productive. These are the parasites of society, and this is what Bitcoin has made for to destroy these people's livelihoods. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, you know, you put it that way, destroying their livelihoods. I mean, look, I would say, you know, I would say it's not so much about destroying their job. It's that their job is like, specifically if you're a central banker, like your job hurts other people, right? Like it's not like it's this noble job where it's like, oh, we're destroying your life. No, it's like, dude, like, do you think Christine Lagarde, you know, what she does is a net net benefit to humanity? I would say no, she's stealing from people. Even if she thinks she's good intentioned, right? The fact is, right, that central banking is theft. Like central banking is, I would say, central banking is a bigger threat to the human race than anything. Like it's, 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 it's a wealth redistribution mechanism from the lower middle classes to the very wealthy in the government. It's a scam. It empowers politicians, right? Pays for these non, these endless wars, right? And Bitcoin is, is, is a way out. So I would say that, yeah, it's, it's, uh, Fine. It's a threat to their livelihood, but their livelihood hurts other people tremendously. It steals from other people, right? Central banking is, it, it must end. And I think that Bitcoin is the answer. Anyways, everybody, let's check out, uh, let's check out the, the culture. Lots to talk about. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit swanbitcoin.com today. Sorry, I didn't, uh, I, didn't, I didn't get it up as quickly today. But hey, here we are. Um, I got, I got the culture. And like I told you guys, uh, we dropped an awesome article on, on our Substack, simplybitcoin.news. I'm, I'm basically going to cover what we wrote because the financial times, again, the fiat times just continues to roll out atrocious journalism. And for those listening on the audio, I got this, this article here from the financial times and it's titled new year, new crypto shakeout. Uh, plus what you missed over the holiday break. And so before I read just like the first paragraph of, of this framing uh, or of this article, I think the framing that we that we want to 
uh, notice here is that the Fiat Times is trying to dissuade people from joining Bitcoin by lumping Bitcoin and shitcoins or crypto together. And they're making it seem like all the stuff that we just covered in the news and the numbers uh, that the crypto problems are Bitcoin's problems. And they're doing their best to obfuscate all this so that people get wrecked. And it's absolutely atrocious that they continue to, uh, you know, write this dribble and just continue to cover for fiat standard, a.k.a. the fiat time. So here we go. Here's the first paragraph or so. And then I'm going to jump into what the Bitcoin perspective is as we dropped on our Substack. So he goes, hello and welcome to the first 2023 edition of the Fiat Times crypto finance newsletter. This week, we're taking a look at whether crypto turned over a new leaf after a grim 2022. Spoiler alert, it did not. Some of the crypto's industry's biggest names have been embroiled in clashes with regulators and prosecutors in the opening days of 2023, showing the issues that plagued the sector in 2022 are already spilling into the new year. Reality never resets on January 1st, and that truth applies to crypto. The shakeout will continue. There will be more shoes to drop, more victims of contagion, more clients who learn their money is lost. Charlie Cooper, managing director at blockchain firm R3, told him the Fiat Times via Thursday. And then the rest of this article goes into uh, recapping a lot of the stuff that happened last year and we dropped this article doing the same thing essentially but with the bitcoin perspective with the bitcoin maxi perspective and so shouts out to wartime bitcoiner who wrote this and this is our article on our Substack, simply bitcoin.news bitcoin and justice why clown world is morally inverted and how bitcoin may help change it so Ooh. this is a good Ooh. one i'm not i'm not going to cover the whole thing because it there's a lot of sauce in here, but I'm going to cover the meat of this too. You know, you don't have to read this Fiat Times article because they're basically saying the same stuff, but with the fiat bent to it. So mm. as we close out 2022, it is important that we look back on the year and remind ourselves why we have Bitcoin in the first place. Many of us came into 2022 expecting to see Bitcoin rally back through all time highs through 100K and off to 250K. And while we pointed out shitcoin scams and the like, we were well and truly caught off guard with the level of fraud and shenanigans underlying much of the frothy price movement. So let's list them out. First, we had the shit show over at Loon with our friend Dakota. Quan. You know, he was positioned as a wonder boy of the financial world. We have Mike Novogratz with the infamous Luna tattoo. And of course, this stupidity blew up and took a bunch of idiots as, as we're riding here, not pulling punches with him. And the ramifications of Duquan unknown. He, he disappeared. You know, he's probably enjoying the money he scammed out of people on some island somewhere. Next, we had uh, Three Arrows Capital and Suzu. And turns out they were leveraged up the wazoo with Luna and a million other shit coins. And within a month, we had the classic, classic contagion effect that we all felt last year. Again, I say it all the time shit coins make us all look bad and as the tide pulled back it was very interesting to see what and who was naked in the shore so anyway suzu decided to then disappear with god knows how much money only to come back in twitter spaces six months later and what happened to three arrows capital suzu nothing and now 
next, as we showed in the numbers, we had Celsius and Alex Mashinsky, one of the all-time greatest scammers of the internet age, building up his company, printed money out of thin air with the Celsius shitcoin. And when the contagion hit, they found out that there was actually no real money there and they were kill it, likely using their customers' fund to keep their business afloat. At this point, it was becoming quickly evident that the entire crypto shit show was just one big insolvent Ponzi waiting to collapse. And of course, Mashinsky and his elk blamed the Bitcoin maxis like Corey Clipston for causing his downfall because what, you know, we just wanted people to take Bitcoin into self-custody because they didn't have your Bitcoin. Anyways, it's like jumping off a cliff without a parachute and blaming the guy who told you about gravity for your death. A bunch of morons. And what's the ramification for Alex? Unknown, at least to this point. Nothing. He resigned and whatever. He, you know, he's now, he's now apparently, you know, is getting hit with some fines and all this. But anyways, more clown world justice. And we also had BlockFi on the list and we'll get uh, in the article. You'll get to that later. But the biggest one was Sam Bankman fraud. The, you know, the kid comes out of nowhere, builds the second largest exchange in the world in under three years while stuffing his face full of fake meat, sausages, and soy and living in a frat house with 10 employees. I just had to add this. And this was one of the most incredible swindles of the modern age. He put Bernie Madoff, Elizabeth Holmes, and Enron to shame combined. We're not going to get into the full details, but he defrauded tens of thousands of customers or about $10 billion. And there's no two ways about it. Straight up internal movement of funds from one entity to the other in the process, gambling of it away and spending the other half on political donations and laundering money. Absolute insanity. And here's the kicker. He's walking around like nothing ever happened. Of course, he got arrested and he's on bail. Uh, but man, you know, as we have a picture here, flying first class because he got out of prison because there was no vegan food. You can't make this shit up. Clown world on all time high. But this is the point of why I wanted to counter the Fiat Times article with our own article, Bitcoin Injustice, because all these examples show one thing. The world is morally, socially, and psychologically broken. Up is down, down is up, mm-hmm. bad is good, good is bad. Ross Ulbrich, who built a damn website for people to buy things off each other, is locked up for two life sentences, taking nothing and suffering the severest of punishment. We have Edward Snowden told the truth to the American people and he's living in exile somewhere in Russia as if he's a criminal. Julian Assange is rotting in a cell somewhere for doing something similar to Snowden for literally reporting on the truth. It's hard not to black pilled in the face of such absurdity of clown world, the clown world justice, but there is some hope. And of course, it sounds cliche, it sounds trite, to just say Bitcoin fixes this, but perhaps the institutions and organizations that have made such moral inversion possible are economically eroded to the point where they can no longer perform such injustices. It's my hope as a Bitcoiner that this happens within the lifetime of Ross, Julian, and Edward Snowden. And if there's a greater power out there, and if justice does ultimately prevail, then these individuals will see freedom while the prior four I listed shall pay reparations. At the very least, in the future on a Bitcoin standard, perhaps in the age of our children or our children's children governance will by far will be far more economically accountable and such stupidity will be harder to get away with and this is not something any of us can prove today but it seems to make deep sense the balance of this decade will be a battle indeed and one in which justice must once again come to bear shouts out to wartime bitcoin i think he absolutely slayed this article and this is something we talk about all the time in the show we we even mentioned it in the numbers today Bitcoin will in time prove everything we say to be true. It will it will ensure that governments 
are more frugal, that they do not create money out of nowhere and then continue to propagate this injustice in this world. We are living, in my opinion, in peak fiat times, in peak clown world, and Bitcoin will reign in all of this madness, and it's only a matter of time. So to all the quote-unquote journalists out there that are continuing uh, to write this FUD against Bitcoin, to continue to connect Bitcoin and shitcoins as one movement, you know, you will, you will uh, in time... Be proven wrong and and you know the vengeance of the free market will come heavy but bitcoiners just stay strong continue to battle this fud continue to tell people to take bitcoin into self-custody and instead of complaining like all the people out there you are taking action and you are solving these problems with the solution which is bitcoin and telling people to take bitcoin into self-custody you know using moon wallet using blue wallet using green wallet using phoenix using zeus using cold card seed signer jade uh specter sparrow taking your money back and stop trusting people with your money it's a simple simple process opt out of the madness there will be justice in this world go read the rest of the article bitcoin and justice on our Substack. man i'm hyped up I, I don't know this this is a good one shouts out to the fiat times for triggering me this morning because i get the shill one of our artists or one of our writers great great articles so anyways nico I, what's your I thoughts lo i love how you connect the dots dude i love how you connected the dots but and i love how you call the financial times the fiat times because that's that's an appropriate name um but yeah you you compare the two you compare the two and if the money's a lie why would anything be true and one of the things that resonated with me when jeff booth came on simply bitcoin irl a couple days ago is he's like bitcoin's going to make the truth important again right and we live in a world as long as fiat and state money works the way it does the truth isn't important in the eyes of politicians why would it be they're not incentivized to tell you the truth maybe sometimes but they're incentivized to get as close as humanly possible to the money spigot and they're going to say anything to get close to it so why tell you the truth if the truth actually might be counterproductive and get them farther away from the money spigot so let's make the truth great again and we do that by opting out bitcoin is the way separate money from state fix the money fix the world toxic cat what are your thoughts brother let's just put it this way it's real simple the 12th vote for senate just failed they're taking longer to vote who the next house of representatives the speaker is going to be than they took to pass that 1.7 trillion dollar spending bill that's the peak clown world that we're in right now 100 percent hundred percent. It's uh it's total clown world. Let's uh soon it, I you know, Jeff said it the other day, man. It, I think it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Uh and you know, really like Bitcoin provides this shining light of hope, you know, and, and as clown world continues to accelerate as they continue to lie, that one point seven trillion dollar omnibus bill that you just mentioned, Toxic Cat, that was the most blatant theft in your face. I don't care. I've seen in a very long time. One point seven trillion is more than the GDP of most countries. Right. And that is literally how much the US government is deciding to spend in one year. How much of that money actually goes back to the American people? 
right? Like, you know, people are struggling. People have to work two jobs. How much of that money goes to the American people and how much of that money goes to cronies? How much of that money goes to well-positioned bureaucrats and politicians, right? And that's a very important question, right? And it's not a conspiracy theory. Remember, we, we pulled up the receipts, right? 60% of the Pentagon's budget is non-accounted for. 60%. 60%. Where's that money? Where is it? Where is it going? Black right. holes. But Black we hole. need your we need your uh to tell me where you spent your six hundred dollars on Venmo. Exactly. That. <laughs> but the six hundred dollars we need to tell you we need we need to know exactly where it's at, man. Like this is clown world. It's all because of the money printer. Take away the money printer, a lot of this thing, a lot of these things would go away. Anyways, Opti, let's check out the meme review. Let's do it. The daily meme review. Brought to you by Kaboomrax. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboomrax. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboomrax. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboomrax. All right. All right. Kaboom, Rex. This is the meme review. This is your favorite portion of the show. Even though we give you guys all the signal, all the sauce every single day, everyone is people always calling. People don't care, dude. People are like, yo, let's, let's get a skit. Dude, the show my show. memes, bro. Just go show the, my memes the on the meme show. Review. Just shut up. <laughs> show the memes. Anyways, guys, I say it all the time. We are in an information war. You guys are the frontline soldiers. Continue to spread the truth. As Nico said in the past, Tweets are the bullets and memes are the artillery. People don't like to think. So we put the truth, we put them in funnies, we put them in humor, and we put it in words and sayings so that people can get this bite-sized truth because everyone's got ADD and, and now and they they can't, you know, they can't take the time to read articles. So they need the snippets. Anyways, this first meme, shouts out to our boy, Mr. Robot, at the Bitcoin Doctor. And he tagged us in this, and this is hilarious. It's Nico's face. And it goes, Good morning, Bitcoin or slavery. And then Nico just goes off into the sunset. Just just drops it on you and then goes on lol absolutely amazing this next one all right so yesterday we dropped this news uh that apparently a harvard public policy professor professors proposing to tax proof of work to incentivize greener alternatives and curb environmental harm and i just say this will just drive people away from the u.s and not bitcoin even if you try to do this on a global standard we talked about this in regard to the the french central bank today and it's the same idea you're just going to drive people away from your jurisdictions but i really like this meme right here by bitcoin best sell one and it goes still waiting for your bit bro i'm, I'm waiting for your bitcoin improvement proposal because we are not going to change the code and you got all these girls with little angel wings just waiting for the bibs bro just propose a bip and uh you know we'll see we'll see if the market proposes this this next one is by spente at bitcoin ortho bro and i really love this one because look i, I even covered the fiat times today and as we saw last year legacy media is is completely bought and paid for uh you can't trust anything on the idiot tube and so i had to put this one up here because the media breaks its neck trying to demonize humans and humanize demons and we got this you know television headed person over here and i 
I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't find another way for, to explain this. It really does feel like the legacy media out there tries to demonize humans and, uh, you know, humanize demons. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's literally anti-human in my opinion. This next one shouts out to our boy Copernicus, uh, at Copernicus's son six on Twitter. And he goes, someone is always attempting to Psyop me. I stay humble and stack sats instead. And he's got this uh, this very vicious and positive feedback loop. I wake up. I stay humble. There's another psyop. So I stack sats. This is the Bitcoin cycle right here. The more they psyop us, the more I stay humble and just continue to stack sats. This next one, I felt this one. I don't know if I put this one on the show before, but I, it's a message that I will continue to reiterate. Shouts out to RDBTC a.k.a. at rd underscore btc says go fuck yourself bitcoin vote blue we got an npc crying no another npc crying vote red and a bitcoiner is opting out and just says go fuck yourself i'm stacking bitcoin i'm taking my money out of the system and this one that's why i tagged you shire hoddle at shire hoddle on twitter uh it looks like he's watching simply bitcoin irl so we got a picture of jeff booth and he goes this is this is something that he said on our irl this week and and when he said it nico and i were both just like oof like pure pure signal out there and he goes communism and capitalism are the same system under printed money Oof. absolute sauce Oof. fix the money fix these systems fix the Oof. money fix the world uh, you know, I, I hate to I hate to double down on the idea of uh, true capitalism is not in the world. But, hey, I, I got some means for you guys tomorrow. But communism and capitalism are the same system under printed money. Let's take our power back, opt out of the madness, take Bitcoin into self-custody. We say it Amen. all the time. Anyways, uh, I did I did a, a similar score yesterday, but this is a different score. I got a USB uh, I think this is USB A to Lightning adapter cable. I have a bunch of cables over here because uh, I'm an iPhone Maxi. You know, whatever. <laughs> well, Opti, I liked your score, but I'm gonna give it this bowl of cereal. Dirty. What's the cereal? Uh, Special K. It's delicious. Very fiat of you, Nico. Very fiat <laughs> of you. Uh, my you uh, my score what? is gonna be the. Come on. The Bitcoin cards from BTC Ooh. cards. This is uh, the cards that you can buy. They're really fucking cool. They got like little pool pictures all hand drawn. And then on the backside, they have like educational material on the back, which are really fucking cool. So like wake and orange peel your friends, you know, with collectible trading cards. Very, very nice. All right, guys. Okay. I think, hold on. I think I forgot to say the drop your meme review score in the chat, but we already got some meme review scores no, in the no, chat. No, before we get there, this is simply Bitcoin live. <laughs> drop your meme score in the live chat. I want to give a shout out. They're awesome sponsor, representltd.com. Opti and I wear the merch all the time. This is a Simply Bitcoin merch. You got to go to the store, get yours. This, the, the supply is limited. There's a cap supply of Simply Bitcoin merch. So go to representltd.com, search Simply Bitcoin, or you can click the link down below. Take the advantage of the promo code simply-bitcoin. Get 10% off anything on the store, representltd.com. Anyways, right, Opti, we got some in, we got some in get, here. Let's Nico. get to some of them. First one by Bitcoin <laughs> Ascent. I give those memes. Christine Lagarde's escape valve. Very, very nice. Let very, very know. nice. Crypto potato. I rate the memes and orange cream soda uh, memes. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Okay, okay. 
Orange cream soda. I haven't had one of those in Bitcoin, a minute. Bitcoin, Becca, I rate the memes with 21 Victoria's Secret Angels, but not the woke angels from 2020s. That's hilarious. Ooh la la. That's a good score. <laughs> the Pem and Van. I agree. Give the memes a motherfucking wrecked status cuck politician and Bukele burn. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Igor. I give the memes Michael Saylor's <laughs> three letter agency badge. Um, <laughs> Sheesh. Next, ne next one, next one. Um, by Nihilus Field. <laughs> so hold on, here, hold on. Let's get some context here. Nihilus Fields is the complete opposite of Optimus Fields, and he is a devout, diehard Fiat shill. So this is this is where we are. <laughs> uh oh, I think Please. I think the Matrix has Nico. But anyways, the score. Oh, Nico's back. Okay, the score. Fiat banking's greatest invention. Number stay fiat. Oh, wait. Number stay flat technology. Let's go. Okay, okay. This next one, we got Frank Arn. She goes, or he goes, I don't know. Is this is she a girl? Uh, I don't know. I give these memes a fourth day straight of technically no U.S. government and hopefully more to come. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Very appropriate. Hotto coin. I give the memes a Klaus Schwab horrific speedo bridal pick demonic bugs very very nice. Very, very nice next one diogenes i give the memes a bottle of hot sauce i rub in my eyes remind me to be humble and stack size <laughs> very very nice bro mr robot mr robot give the memes a block clock mini to piss off elizabeth warren very nice next one by brandon i give the memes an unlucky charm healthier than steak fud article very, very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, I, th I think that's all we got so far. The, no, less, the rest of it is people trolling me. People it's, trolling it's, me. It's the buzzer. It's the buzzer. <laughs> we stop because of the buzzer. Anyways, guys, check out Simply Bitcoin's Telegram group. It's absolutely free. Go to www.t.me slash TV. We're about to hit 700 people in there. It's a party. No, there Go. is 700. There's 700 in there. <laughs> I saw it this morning. 700. Woo! All right, check out Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. It's absolutely free. It's the written version of Simply Bitcoin. Go to www.simplybitcoin.news. Check it out today. Opti software or plebsites? Uh, it's a software. Software. But it's a site. Yeah. Bitcoin software release. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the Cypher Grid by CypherSafe. And now check out their new Bitcoin art, the Bitcoin Rulux Triangle, only on CypherSafe.io. All right, Opti, what do you, what do you have let's for us? Let's go, today, let's bro? go. All right, so I saw this on Twitter, I think it was last week, maybe a little while ago, but anyways, uh, Nunchuck at nunchuck.io, they uh, introduced a Honey Badger wallet solution to safe self-custody and inheritance planning. Uh, I think this is, this is a pretty cool initiative. I, I haven't tried this uh, personally, but Nunchuck has really, really good review and a, a good reputation, and they're doing their best to try to ensure that you can pass on your Bitcoin to your family and your friends via inheritance, and uh, you know they're building the products out there that they want to see. So go check this out, nunchuck.io. They've introduced the Honey Badger wallet. Again, we're trying to trying to push out that signal so people take in self-custody so they have as many options as they need to secure their Bitcoin. I think this is one of those cool initiatives out there. So anyways, Nico, let's wrap this one up, bro. 
let's wrap it up guys thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of simply bitcoin live i want to give a very special shout out to our awesome guest toxic cat thank you so much for joining us today where can people find you online Toxicat27, that's T-O-X-I-K-A-T-27. And you can also find me every night, Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock p.m. on Spaces with Satoshi's Journal. We do uh, Spaces five nights a week, educating the African continent about Bitcoin. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Guys, that was another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We love you all. Hope you have an amazing weekend. Number one thing you could do to help the show, smash the like button like it consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value and of course share the content in fact share all bitcoin content spread the peaceful bitcoin revolution forward we love you all we will see you on monday for a brand new episode of simply bitcoin live